welcome to Your Future Starts Now, the go-to podcast for extraordinary women who are ready to step into their next chapter with authentic confidence. I'm your host, Gia Lakwa, empowerment coach, motivational speaker, children's book author, and girl mom. Whether you're a corporate powerhouse or an entrepreneur, this show is designed for you. Your Future Starts Now is more than just a podcast. It's a movement, a movement towards rewriting the rules of success for high-achieving women. Are you ready to get unstuck and step into your next chapter? If so, you're exactly where you need to be. Your future starts now. Welcome to Your Future Starts Now. I'm your host, Gia Lacqua. Thanks for joining us today. I am so excited to introduce you to my dear friend, Shannon McCory. Shannon is a certified professional coach specializing in women's empowerment, value system, intentionality, and accountability are the principles of her practice. Shannon empowers women to take the powerful pause and tap into their female genius. She supports clients as they take consistent, intentional action in support of their future reality. Shannon, thanks so much for being here today. It is truly a privilege. I'm thrilled. So thank you so much for the ask. Today, we are talking about powerful pause, female genius, and the art of reinvention. So Shannon, you and I have a few things in common. We're both girl moms. We both Mm -hmm. have gone through multiple life transitions where we've had to reinvent ourselves. Um, We're both beach lovers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, so our listeners can get to know you a little bit better. Do you want to talk a little bit about your background and your story and sort of what led you to, to the work that you do? Yeah, sure. Um, it's great to hear those things we have in common. I can see why we always get on so well. Um, (laughs) sometimes I, you know, I forget those pillars that we share. Um, sure. So a little bit about my story. I am, like you said, a certified professional coach and I'm passionate about what I do. And the road that led me here was a little bit bumpy. Um, kind of traverse, not one I ever thought I would be on. Um, I was married for 10 years. I had two little girls, um, little girls, when I realized my marriage was irrevocably broken um, and was moving through divorce. And I remember the moment when it happened to the point where, you know, okay, this is my moment of choice. Like, this is going to happen and I can either choose to be drowned by it or I can choose to work on what this next path is for me. Um, and in doing so, it changed my whole world. Um, and that's not to discount what divorce is and how difficult a chapter that can be. But I felt through the process, I felt really called to help other women navigate that chapter in that challenging time. Um, I worked with an amazing therapist and actually moved 1200 miles from Florida to Pennsylvania with my girls and started my, my master's in marriage and family therapy, thought I was called to become a therapist and my girls needed me to ground them. I mean, they'd never even seen snow before and there's all these life changes. So needless to say, studying at two in the morning to become a marriage and family therapist wasn't the right exact path for me to be on at that Mm -hmm. moment, turned my eye to coaching and really fell in love with the powerful presence of any life circumstance is not going to define you. You have the option and the choice to decide what it is that you value, what it is that you want your life to look like, and to take the next right step towards that. 
And that's what I do as a coach. I help women, no matter if it's a career change, a life stage change, maybe they were a stay at home and work mom, and now they've decided to get back into the professional space. Maybe it is a relationship change. Maybe it is divorce. But what do they need in this current moment of time to become the person they desire? Maybe it's someone they were at one point in their life and they want to get it back. Maybe it's someone that they want to part, kind of leave a little bit of behind and create somebody new. Um, and that's really the work that I do in coaching because I had to do it myself through the divorce. Mm-hmm. Who I thought I was going to be was not at all based on what happened in that moment. That was not no longer my reality. And I have always valued family. I grew up in a large family and that was, it was, and still is my number one value. So to have that stripped away from me in the traditional sense, I cannot put that back together in the sense that my girl's biological father is going to be the man that I spend the rest of my life with. So I had to recreate that strong value of family. How was I still going to uphold that in my life, even though it looks vastly different than what I grew up with and what I thought I was going to have? Um, it wasn't easy work. It never is. But I have to say, like, now I'm sitting in a life that I truly love. Like, I, I'm not just happy. Like, I have a deep sense of joy and fulfillment and passion. And that's why I love what I do, because I help other women find that space for themselves. Oh, I love that. Such a beautiful story. I mean, and, and so many challenges I can imagine along the way, but but to see you on the other side of that and and happy, and I can see the passion that lights you up about doing this and helping other women in the same position. Um, I'm curious, what was the hardest part? I mean, obviously there were a lot of challenges along the way. What do you find was the most challenging, most difficult part of all of that for you? Sure. I would say it's twofold. And it's it's what I do every day in my work with women is we wear two hats if we have kids. We are mm-hmm. ourselves. We are the individual, the woman, the former wife or former spouse. And then we're the mom. And so for me, the two biggest challenges were defined in those silos. For me, my self-worth and my confidence took a huge hit. I mean, out from like out at the knees, out from under me. How mm-hmm. am I not enough? What did I do? What didn't I do? How could I have been better? And we all have to look in the mirror at various points in life. But this was like a, a just a devastating blow to my self-worth and my confidence. So that was the, the first piece. The second piece, equally as important, was to watch how this all affected my girls and to try mm. to help them heal and move through these life circumstances, which they will have been flow through this as I've learned through for the rest of their life. And that's not like a doom and gloom type of situation. It just, the acceptance of the reality is key in any kind of these situations. Um, so I would say those are the two were and continue to be at times the biggest challenges. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. Cause there's, as you described it, there's the identity, the self-identity piece, right. Of what it means for you. And then on the other side of that, you have as a mother, right? You helping mm-hmm. to lead your kids through that and re- realizing that it is become part of your story and part of their story. So embracing it, accepting it and and moving through that. So powerful. So when you realize that you are at that crossroads, I think so many women 
are faced with those crossroads, like you said, maybe not in a relationship, maybe it's in a career, maybe it's in another toxic relationship in their life. Um, you know, and I think it's really easy for us to look the other way and not recognize Mm -hmm. that there is another path we can take. There is a choice that we are faced with. So I would love to know from your experience, what helped you to realize I have a choice. I have power Mm -hmm. in this situation and, you know, I have the ability to choose my next path. Mm -hmm. It kind of comes down to the phrase that I've coined as the powerful pause. Exactly. Mm -hmm. As you described it, a lot of times these life changes amp up our need to run, right? They, they bring the chaos, so to speak. And in order to be able to intentionally move forward versus being driven or pushed by these external factors, we've got to create some stillness and silence because amidst the chaos, what we really crave is the clarity. And we can't get clear on stuff when there's all this external noise. So for me, it was really powerful to lean into my faith and to journal. That's Mm. where I found the most clarity because I could cut out that external noise and I could really turn the power in to myself and really listen to what is that direction that I'm, that I'm meant to be taking based on what matters to me, not all this external stuff. That is incredibly powerful because I think that we all have, we all fall victim to that trap of listening to the external voices and the external noise and getting caught up in the chaos, right? And not totally. taking a moment to reflect on who we are and what we actually need and be introspective. And part of it is, I think, as women, a lot of us were taught to ignore our needs, right? Neglect our needs. And also um, we've dissociated a lot of times from what we feel. And that is so important in this process is taking that moment to recognize um, what it is that you need and what it is that you want and what do you want that next chapter to be. Do you want to talk a little bit more about the work you do with the powerful pause? Yeah, sure. And and just to make a note, and it ties in, but those external voices, I firmly believe we do things for three main reasons. One, we should do it. Like, so that's all that voice in our head saying, well, I I should sign up to be the mom, Mm -hmm. the classroom and the mom, or I I should bake the cookies versus picking them up from the store. Right. Um, I think the other is I have to like, I'm just, it's not a choice. It's just an automatic thing. The other is the expectation of other people. So because they expect me to be this way or to show up this way, that's the path I have to follow. So we have Mm -hmm. the should, the have to, and the expectation of others. Those are really Mm -hmm. strong. Those are really, really strong voices. And when we can pause and say, whose voice is that? Like, who's actually saying that to you? Is it an old story that you're bringing in? versus I have this desire to do something. I want to do something, or this is an intrinsic value of mine. Those are three very different reasons for doing something. And they bring in a different type of energy and they give us a different path than when we're following the shoulds, the have tos, and the expectations of others. So in the work with the powerful pause, we kind of, we break it down into what are your values? What are your habits? 
And then what are your behaviors? And the behaviors are tied mm-hmm. to those three things, the shoulds, the have tos, and the expectations. And it's really fun to watch people as they break these things down. Because most often, if I say to someone, what do you value in life? And most of the time it's a mic drop moment because there's dead silence. They're used to being asked, what do you do for a living? What kind of car do you drive? How many kids do we have? Where do we work? Where do we go to school? Not what do we intrinsically value in our life? Um, And it's really Mm -hmm. fun to hear people answer that question. But first, they always sit quietly. Mm. And that's the powerful pause. That's when we shut out that should have to expectations. And we actually reflect on what it is that matters to us. Then we take those values and we put habits behind them. What are you doing that honor those values? So for me, for example, if it's family, if it's fitness, if it's faith, what am I doing on the regular that gives those values an outlet? And a lot of times when we actually pause and look at that, people will say, well, I I value it, but there's nothing in their daily, weekly, monthly life that gives that value an outlet. And that's where we feel that rub in life. That's where we, the dissatisfaction comes in. That's where the mm, feeling like the, like Mm. I'm just making it through. I'm just keeping on, keeping on versus being lit up about something that you're choosing to do. Um, And then when we address the behaviors, it further uncovers why you may not be experiencing this level of passion and purpose and fulfillment that is possible for you. Sometimes these shifts are not major. They're not like, okay, I'm going to leave my job and go do something else. Sometimes the shifts are small. They're, I'm going to get up in the morning and work out before I get my kids up. Sometimes it's, I'm going to eat lunch earlier in the day. Sometimes it's, I'm going to save and take a trip once a year that's on my bucket list. But it all Mm. filters back to when we're in touch with our values and we're making intentional choices in our life, we tend to experience more fulfillment, more passion, more purpose, which Mm. is really empowering. So it's how do we turn the volume down, the dial down on the external (laughs) should, the have tos, the external expectations and dial up that internal volume of what is important to me and what steps can I take to support that in my life? Couldn't have said it better. Love it. Love it. And I love the term female genius. I'm so curious as to um, where did that come from? What does it mean to you? Yeah. Um, So as you know, I'm really rooted in my faith and um, it actually came from the Bible. Like there was some passage that I was reading and I I should probably research it and be able to cite it because it's now it's just like in my heart and I've kind of made it my own, but that's where it stemmed from. Wow. Um, And it's basically saying like, well, maybe I should caveat what I take it to mean is when we can work on ourselves and be really solid and grounded in our worth and our value inherently, not because of what we do or because of our productivity, but because of who we are then we're good. Then our people are good. Our families Mm -hmm. are good. Our communities are good. And the dominoes flow out from that. It's like, like radiating, like a sunshine. And so we all know, Gia, like we all have that knowing inside of what's best for ourselves. And that's what I love about coaching. And I'm sure you share, we've talked about this before, sharing that sentiment of, Mm -hmm. we don't have to tell people what to do. 
Right. We just need to ask them the questions because they actually know it inside, but it's like an onion. Like there's so many layers on uh, like I've become a mother. I've become a this, I've become a that I sacrifice for others. I compromise. I'm, I do service. And sometimes our own light gets dim. So when we peel back those layers and it's like, oh yeah, that's who I am. And that's why I did that. We mm-hmm. all, I firmly believe like we're all given certain gifts and talents to go spread out in the world. And so that female genius for me is when we can tap into that, back into that inner light and make that really radiant again, because you're, you were created for that. And you're meant to share that with, if it's kids that you have or sister or brother or coworker, and then the dominoes spread out from there. Um, that that's what it means to me. That's amazing. And I love the onion analogy. It's so true because if you think about our center and the core and that being our radiant light, and then these layers that sort of shield that light from the world, right? I think that's a great analogy. I'm curious, what advice would you give to our listeners who maybe don't yet have a coach (laughs) that they're working (laughs) with? Um, You know, what steps can someone take to try to peel back those layers or try to turn down the, the external noise and, and amp up the internal voice. Yeah. I mean, there's so, so many different like tools and resources Mm -hmm. we can use in the coaching setting. And I think education is still fair. Coaching is still fairly new. There's still some education around that because it's not widely understood. Um, and it's not therapy, but it is a space that's just intentionally yours. And your coach is really someone who's going to help you navigate through whatever's bubbled up, whatever has given you that feeling of resistance. So as a way to start that on your own before like stepping into a coaching relationship, you can carve out some quiet time. You can sit with a journal, take a walk. It doesn't have to be hours every day. Start small. Mm -hmm. If you don't feel like you have a lot. Turn the yeah. radio off, turn the music off in the car. Don't listen to a podcast for once. Not yours, of course, listen to yours, but <laughs> take some quiet time and see what comes up for you. Yeah. What is that question? What is that feeling that's bubbling? Mm-hmm. And what do you do with that? What do you think is the next right step to pivot more in the direction of the way you want to feel? Um, and I would say, start there. Start mm-hmm. with some, some deliberate boundary time on a consistent basis that you're going to give yourself to see what bubbles up and what questions you're currently wrestling with mm-hmm. and then get a coach. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll get our contact information at the end, of course. Um, yeah. I think it's important to note that as high achieving women, right? There's a lot of demands on our time and energy. We are focused on our careers. We're focused on maintaining a home. We're focused on caring for our children, um, you know, keeping up with our relationships. There's just so much. So even when we do carve out time for ourselves, for people who are able to do that, which kudos to you, if you can, mm-hmm. right, make that time for self-care because it is so critical. Yeah. There's different types of wellness, right? So some people might use that time for working out. Some people might use it for reading a book, meditation, yoga, whatever it might be. But I don't think our first instinct is let me sit in silence. No. And it's hard. 
It's, it's hard. Mm -hmm. Super, super hard, right? Because of all the chaos, there's, I, I can't say that that would be my first instinct is to sit in silence and, and PS, sit with your discomfort and the ugly feelings that come up. <laughs> right. Sit there. Meanwhile, while whatever it is that you feel like you should be doing is yeah. piling up and the clock is ticking. Absolutely. It's not, but that's how we break the cycle. Yeah. Because otherwise we're going to keep doing what we're doing and maybe expect or wish to, for different results. So until we initiate a small change, it's going to continue to be the same. And, and one of the things I was taught a while ago, which I still hold on to and love is growth is uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. It's uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. But sometimes what we're doing every day is uncomfortable. What we've just learned to tolerate it, or we just know that discomfort. So it feels familiar, which is sometimes comfortable. So yeah, sitting in silence is uncomfortable. Adding yeah. one more thing to our plate seems at times not an option. So that's why I say start small yeah. and see where it gets you, but stay consistent for a little bit. So you actually know what the result could possibly be. Yeah. And I think it's a great, that's great advice, especially because I know a lot of times what prevents us from taking any action is the fear, right? There's overwhelming fear of the what ifs that creep in. I know for myself, first of all, the sitting in the silence and facing the uncomfortable feelings and thoughts that come up deterred me from doing it, right? And so for a long time, and so I had to learn to embrace it and confront it and not run away from it. And that's the only way through it. The only way through it is to move through the pain and move through the emotion. And so um, that's definitely a big part of it. And and there's obviously a lot of professional resources you can have, you know, help you through that journey, whether it be a coach, therapist, um, that can sometimes be really critical. The other piece of it, to your point, is the, you know, the small steps we can take. It doesn't have to be overnight transformation. Mm -hmm. And typically that's not what we do, right? It's typically... Mm -hmm. What are the small micro steps, micro habits that we can implement that will get us to the person we want to ultimately be? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, and I think it was so well said, the person that we want to be, that we hold in our mind or we aspire to, there's steps between where we are now and where we want to be. And we get to decide how large the steps are and how fast we're going to run that's okay. Like everyone's journey is different and giving ourselves the permission mm -hmm. to take it at the cadence and the speed that's right for us yes. can be really empowering too. Yeah. Yeah. Giving yourself permission to do the work, right? Whether it's mm -hmm. inner healing, reflection, introspection, you know, creating your next steps can be so incredibly powerful. Um, any other advice, Shannon, this has been so helpful. Any other advice message um, that you have for our audience that you want to share? Yeah, I think that um, at times like this, when we're feeling some of the internal struggle of, is there something more? Is this really it? Like I've worked so hard to get to this point and maybe it's not what I thought it was going to be as I was journeying, whether it's like going through med school and then being a physician is not maybe what you thought or mm -hmm. building your career and getting to the top and feeling lonely or mm -hmm. dissatisfied. Sometimes the climb can be more invigorating than the destination, sometimes professionally for people, or if it's a change in relationship and what you have worked for, 
than where you're feeling like you would reap the rewards that's been taken away. Those can be really challenging times. What I would encourage people to think about is their strengths Mm -hmm. and what they have inside of them has gotten them to this point. And there's going to be something else on the other side, which could be really amazing. So when that fear creeps up, when that dissatisfaction creeps up and you think, maybe I'll just settle or I'll just keep on keeping on. Mm. I would ask them to think about their inner strengths and the things that they do really well. And action cures fear. So if you have that lingering feeling, it's worth exploring it because you don't know what's on the other side Mm -hmm. until you move through it. And the fear is going to tell us to stay small. We don't know. The unknown is scary. True. The unknown could also, what's on the other side of the unknown could also be really amazing, more so than you could think right now. So I would just encourage people when they, when that fear creeps up, not to let it inhibit them from exploring what's possible. Amazing. That's such amazing advice. And the fear, as we know, is really designed to keep us safe, right? Our brain is wired to keep us safe. So it's going to say, don't do it. You're not going to be able to make it. Right. Like, and so you have to challenge that voice, that inner voice, the inner critic. I think that's a great point. Um, Shannon, just so our listeners can get to know you a little bit better. I would love to know what is your guilty pleasure? Oh gosh. Um, do I have to pick one? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would say my guilty pleasure is hot yoga. Mm. Um, but the restorative kind, like where it's Mm. pretty much a professional nap in a heated room Uh. with all sorts of like relaxing props. Um, I would say my other guilty pleasure is blasting Taylor Swift as loud as possible in any like private space I've been, whether it's like getting ready in the bathroom or driving in my car, or if no one's home, um, that can just be like, a space where I'm, I'm totally on my own and, and loving it. I love it. Talk about women's empowerment. (laughs) Taylor Swift. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Shannon. Thanks for being here. Thanks for sharing your insights and expertise. Where can our listeners find more about you and the work that you do? Absolutely. So uh, my website is lovestrengthandgrace.com. Um, they can read more about me there, get testimonials, understanding of the work that I do. And there's space there that they can reach out to me directly. Um, they can also email me at Shannon at lovestrengthandgrace.com. And, you know, I would love to connect with anyone who feels that little bit of a nudge, like there may be something more, they're ready for a change, or maybe a change has surfaced in their life. Um, love to help them uncover what matters to them so they can fully step into a life they love. Amazing. When that itch creeps up and you don't know what to do with it, right? Yeah. And of course, you can visit my website at gialacqua.com. Reach out to me on Instagram at gialacqua with thoughts, feedbacks, comments, and questions. They're all welcome. Um, Also, would love to hear what you would like to hear about on future episodes. This is Gia signing off with gratitude for your time and energy. Our mic drops, but the movement continues. Until next time, your next chapter is waiting. Gia, I just want to take a moment and thank you um, for having me, but mostly for the light that you shine out into the world. I've known you for years now and um, am really grateful that our paths crossed initially. Um, Grateful for the work that you do 
and can't wait to listen to more episodes and see uh, how this journey unfolds because your message is really impactful and it's going to give voice to a lot of people out there who need to hear this stuff. Thank you so much. And that means so much to me. I appreciate you being here.